You've tuned into His Name Ministries Podcast. Amen. We are live on Facebook. On Facebook. Hello, Facebook. Hello, Facebook. I think there was like, what, 70 people? Yeah, we just will check. And there was almost about 100 people watching on Facebook. So we're excited. That's Thank exciting. You for tuning in. People are literally tuning in all around the world right now here in Chino, California. Right outside of Los Angeles, we are we're so excited. We're so thankful for for this night. Thankful for the pastors here, Pastor Frank, Pastor Ricky. This this church, Lift Church, allowing us to have this prayer meeting. And I, I know it's not just because we're related or we know who the pastors are, but I believe they know there's power in prayer. And that's why, that's why we're having this. We're, we're, make, we're making a stand, all of us, people here, people watching. I know I've been getting messages. People are going to come tomorrow night. Yeah. People from L.A. are coming. And it, it's all of us making a stand together. It's all of us praying for California. Uh, it's not a man's movement. It's not a man's meeting. There's been a lot of that. There's been a lot of man, man, me, me, me. No, this is, it's all about the Lord. This is a God meeting, a God moment, and we're praying yes. and making a stand for California. We're a stand for California, and us being here with our feet on the ground, and those watching on Facebook, you're in agreement with us. Our faith, our prayers are going to be hooked up together, and we're expecting a mighty move of God. California, it's so special to us, me being born here, and then Brandon coming. Yeah. We know California is special, and that's why the enemy is fighting so hard for it. But we're making our stand. We're going to take our authority, and we believe that a change is happening here in California. But not just California. We believe America. Yes. We believe a change for America and all these prayers. Powerful. There's power in prayer. And we believe that God is going to use this meeting. And that's that's how things happen. That's how things change. It's not us talking about it. It's not us talking about how negative California is or how negative the United States is and magnifying things that are going on that's not right. No, things, the way things happen and change is when we pray, when we believe God, where we, we put our money where our mouth is. You know, oh, I'm believing God for California. But hey, us praying together, and that is the heart of this. Us gathering twice a month, and praying for California, but not just California, but America. You know, we're in such a strategic time right now. Next month, the elections are happening and the enemy does not want a certain candidate elected, President Trump. He'll try everything, all this ungodly stuff. But we, uh, as people of God, as prayers, we pray. People online, we're praying. We're praying, and it's not a, it's not a party that's going to change it. It's us being awakened yes. to God, a mighty move, a mighty revival, and that's what we're doing. That's what we're praying yes. for. And I believe even tonight that we're going to pray for the body of Christ in California, for the churches here, the ministries here, that we will be bold, and that we will make a stand together, us in California. Yes, there, there's a... I know we're going to get to worship, but there, there's a, 
a minister, and he's doing that in Florida. We watch the services. He's making a stand, and he's not making a stand just for Florida. He's making a stand for the United States of America because our Christianity is being attacked. Yes. Churches are being closed down. Pastors are being threatened. You can't preach anymore. You can't do this. But we, as the body of Christ, we are making a stand and making a stand for California. Amen. I'm Amen. excited. Yes. I know God's already moving. I'm really excited. Amen. I'm excited. <laughs> and God's going to use you as you sing and as you play. And I believe the anointing of God will destroy and break every yoke discouragement to completely be destroyed that when you watch this you you might be back from the midwest it might be nine o'clock you might be getting ready to go to bed but i believe as you go to bed you'll have the most peaceful sleep you'll be excited you'll have joy you'll wake up in the morning and say wow today's friday amen so lord i thank you for that in jesus name amen well, let's just stand on our feet. And those watching on Facebook, we're just going to enter in into this place of worship. Father, we just worship you. We just honor you. We praise you, Jesus. We welcome you, Holy Spirit. It's all about you, Jesus. It's all about you. Thank you, Lord. And all the saints and angels bow before your throne and all the elders cast the crown before the Lamb of God and sing and all the saints and angels bow before 
hallelujah, hallelujah. Let's just press in a little bit longer. Lord, we worship you. We thank you for your blood. Perfect peace, perfect peace that surpasses all knowledge, all understanding. I thank you, Lord, for your anointing, for your presence to go across those airwaves that people will be healed, people will be touched by the power of God, and they'll never be the same. Right now, we thank you, Lord, for all across the world, everyone here in this room, at the sound of my voice, a fresh touch from you, Lord, fresh in the name of Jesus. Every bit of pain has to go. Every stronghold is broken in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you for that. We thank you, Lord, for your anointing. We thank you, Lord, for what you are doing right now. We say more, 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 more. Every bit of uncertainty that you might think you're facing, I say that is gone in Jesus' name. Every bit of fear is gone in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord, for your people, your people here at the sound of my voice, that, God, you're using them, that you have called them for such a time as this. You are no accident. You are not just a coincidence. No, you are special to the Lord. And he has called you this very hour. Brandon, I don't know. I don't have my abilities. I can't do this. It's not about you. It's about you yielding yourself to the one who's big and that lives inside of you, Holy Spirit. And he'll walk. He'll flow through you. He'll open up the doors for you. He'll move mountains for you. So we thank you, Lord, for that right now. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is so good, amen. You may be seated tonight. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you to my father-in-law, Brother Rick Reyna. Amen. Are you excited to be here? Everyone watching online, are you excited? You know, it makes it really easy when you're doing something that you know the Lord has called you to do. It would be terrible if you're doing something and you're trying to make it happen and God had not called you to do it. Because what? There'll be no grace there. You'll be going against the stream instead of flowing with it. You know, growing up, I, I would go to water parks, swimming at water parks. My wife, my wife, she doesn't like water parks. I even bought a pass for her. We went to the water park, and she got in the lazy river, which is one of my favorite things. It has a strong current, and people are on their, on their tubes and relaxing and enjoying themselves. That's my favorite. They even have a double tube. You, I could have a, a special time with my wife on this lazy river. So I got the double tubes. Those are hard to get. I found a double tube. I said, are you using this? They said, no, it's yours. I was all excited. I put Destiny in there. We started going here at the water park on the Lazy River, but she saw something. 
She saw some hair in the water. She saw some dirt. Or I'm used to that. Who cares? She goes, get me out of here. So she literally got out and she sat by herself on the little sun chair and waited till we left. But guess what? I kept on having fun. I rolled the water slides. I did it. I will go check on her every once in a while. But one thing about that lazy river, when I was a kid, I would, it would have a strong current. And I would, as a kid, I would try to go against that current and it would take me and throw me every time. But that's how it is with the, with the things of God. When God's called you to do something, when he's anointed you to do something, you're not going to be going against that current. You're going to be just flowing with it, and you don't even have to try. You're just enjoying it, and you're seeing God do amazing things in your life. That's what he's all called us to do. Not struggle, not trying, but trusting. And that's why we're having this, this California prayer meeting twice a month. It's, I can honestly tell you it wasn't me just saying, what should I do? What could I do? No, this is God ordained. And this is what God has called us to do. To make a stand for California. To pray for California. To not just pray for California, but the whole United States of America. And with the things of God, he doesn't have favorites. It's not about the guy with the microphone. He's calling all of us to partake in it. You have a special supply. I have a special supply. We all have a special supply from God. So that's why we're having this. We know it's a, a God setup to pray for California. You know, us as ministers and traveling to different churches, I would meet all types of believers. They would say, you live in California? I said, yes. Why would you live there? It's terrible there. Your governor says this, and oh, I know, trust me, I know what he says. How, are they crazy or what? These are not just believers. These are pastors telling me this. But the whole time, even I would have to stir myself up after listening to that. I would get back to my room and Desi and I would be talking. Say, you know what? God's called us there. And I don't care what that person's saying or what that pastor's saying. I know God has called us to California and I will not give up on California. I won't give up on it. I'm fully convinced that God is going to use California like never before. And it's so, it's so amazing how the Lord got me out here to California. I grew up in, in the Midwest, the South, and my family has their ministry and and me traveling with my grandmother and meeting powerful men and women of God. I, ha I had a good setup. It, it was comfortable. But I, I met destiny and I felt led to go to California. It, it wasn't like I heard a big voice saying, Brandon, go to California. No, I just knew. It's kind of like when, when you know something, you just know it. 
So I came out to California, trusting God. Was there some uncomfortable times? Yes, of course. But I knew I was in California, and this is where God had called me to be. Did I know what the future looked like? No. I didn't even know ministry. I didn't even have that on my heart. But I, as I was here seeking God for my, for my life, and what do you want me to do here? You saw what I was doing before. Now, now I'm here. The, the Lord put on my heart ministry. And he, he gave me a message. And I would start preaching it here and there. And then we would start traveling out of state. And I would travel to other places and I would say, man, it's not as pretty as it is here, as it, as it is in California. California is way prettier. And I'd always think, God, I know you have me there, but what's my purpose to be there? Is it just for me to travel, to go out from California? No, I, I believe God had called me to do something bigger here in the state of California, to establish something that he'll give all the, all the glory would be go to him. So it was something I pondered in my heart. I would go to meetings, church meetings here in California. I would, I would meet people in the, in the back in the green room, powerful ministers. They would tell me, Brandon, it's no coincidence you're here. God has called you to start something. You need to do something. You need to have a prayer meeting. You need, to, you need to do it. And I would just listen to him and say, yep. What, what do you think about that? I'm just thinking about it. I'll be led. That's what I would say. But the whole time I'm just thinking about it, pondering it, not telling people. I would go to other, I would go to other meetings. Same thing would happen, Brandon. The Lord's calling you to do, you got to do something. You got to start a prayer meeting there in California. It's no coincidence you're there. You got to do something. I'd say, okay. I would go to another conference. Same thing over and over again. One of the last places I was at, the minister had me come up on the platform. They were preaching in LA. Place was packed. The word of the Lord, Brandon, God has called you to, to start a prayer meeting here in California. What is this? This is confirmation. Holy Spirit confirmations. Whatever the Lord has put inside of you, whatever desires or whatever God plans that he has put inside of you, he'll use people to confirm it with you. I'm not talking about parking lot prophecies. People give you words all the time, and you'll hear those words, and you'll go, you want to say, that's crazy. You have no, I, that, I don't receive that, and you just keep on going. But I'm talking about words from God, people who don't know you at all, come up and tell you what other people have been telling you. What is it? It's confirmation. It's the Lord saying, Brandon, you need to start this. So that's why we're here. We're making a stand for California, not just for California, but the whole United States of America, a major prayer movement. And, and it is so linked. Revival and prayer are, go together. They're not separate. You can preach about revival all you want, but there's something that causes revival to happen. It's prayer. Prayer precedes revival. You want God to use you? You want to be used by God? You better be a prayer warrior. 
you better spend much time in prayer. And I'm so tired of prayer being off in a corner where it's on a Tuesday night and it's a bunch of old ladies. No offense if any. It's for all of us. We're all called to be prayer warriors. Jesus lived a life. He was a man that was a man full of prayer, that spent much time praying, all night long, praying, praying, praying. What is prayer? It's your communication with the Father. The way you talk to him, that's prayer. Brandon, I don't have a prayer life like them. Hey, you're not called to have a prayer life like them. You have your own prayer life. Prayer broken down, simplified. Your communication with God. Every move of God that has happened in the United States and the whole world has been caused by prayer. Much prayer, much results. The most important thing is not you talking with a microphone. The most important thing is not you being seen. But it's when no one's watching you. It's when the door's shut and you're spending time in prayer. You're saying, God, help me. I want words to say. I don't want Brandon's sermons. I want, I want fresh words from heaven. I want to be used today at my workplace. When people see me, I want them to see you. Lord, bring a person across my path that needs to, needs to know about you. Much prayer, much results. And a move of God is going to happen because us getting together here and online and praying for California. And all we're doing is we're hooking up ourselves with the prayers that have already been prayed. Hallelujah. One of the last times I, this was a few months ago, I was, a friend of mine was having a prayer conference here in, in, in LA. So Destiny and I, we, we drove down there to the conference and it was a lot of traffic. It took us about two hours to get down there. And I remember it was a prayer meeting. Here I've had the word of the Lord. People tell me, you need to do a prayer meeting. You got to do this. And I'm, I'm there at the prayer meeting and all happy. The meeting's over. The person says, can you come, can you come back tomorrow? I said, sure. I didn't really want to make the drive again. But I was like, I knew it was the Lord. I'll, we'll come back in the morning. So we go. We drove the next morning. We get there. They have a special place for us on the front row. So I'm, I'm sitting there. And then all of a sudden, they had the worship. The person hosting the meeting said this. Today we have a very special guest, a guest minister. He's an evangelist based out of California. He is one. He's an awesome man of God. I started to turn around and think there's no guys here. I, I, I was the only guy. This guy, this guy, I'm like, destiny. And, all, and I have my Bible there, no notes, nothing. He's going to share a message. He's going to preach today. So I got up there. I go, okay, come on, Holy Ghost. So I, I preached. After the service is over, same thing again. God has called you to start a prayer meeting. 
But all we're doing is we're hooking up our prayers for the prayers that have already gone forth. You know, William Seymour, the man God used for the Azusa Street Revival, he was a man of prayer. Not his sermon, how he could preach in the art of communication, and I use this story, and I use this prop. No, a man of prayer. He was in Texas before he even moved out to L.A. He's in Texas. He prayed five hours a day. Felt led to move to California. Guess what? He, the Lord told him, increase your prayer time. So guess what? He started praying seven hours a day for almost three years. Not trying to be seen. Not trying to be elevated above people. Just having a time with his Lord. Praying building up himself, praying in the Holy Spirit, charging himself up. They start having a prayer meeting here in a small little house in California. And guess what? People start coming. The power of God starts falling. They said, this this small house ain't going to cut it anymore. They moved to a bigger place. And that's how the Azusa Street Revival started by much, much prayer. You want God to do big things in your life? Let me see your prayer life. That'll determine it. So that's what we're doing here. We're praying. It's not just about a message or a cute sermon. No, we're gonna gonna pray people online. We're praying for California. We're praying for the United States. We need a touch and a move of God like never before. Such a critical hour. Our country is facing things it has never faced before. We don't have to be scared. We don't have to be worried. No, what do we do? We pray and we know our authority that we have and that we're not alone. And guess what? Jesus is coming soon. This is all signs, end time signs. It's all pointing. Jesus is coming very soon. Very soon. I've talked to people that are experts in Bible prophecy. I get them alone and I say, how much longer do you think till Jesus comes? And they'll tell me. Guess what? I'm not going to tell you. They said, don't tell anybody. He's coming soon. The Bible is being fulfilled in our very eyes. And those prayers that people during the Azusa Street time prayed, they haven't gone away. Those seeds are still here. You know, Hollywood used to be called Holywood. I've read in books where guys would walk the hills, Hollywood Hills, and be praying for Hollywood. What are we doing? We're hooking up our faith with those prayers that have been prayed. They haven't gone anywhere. They're still here. Even William Seymour, he prophesied before he went on, he said in a hundred years from now, there's going to be the greatest move of God we have never seen before. 
How many know like in 2005, they had that conference that that was during that time. But guess what? We are going to see it. A move of God, a revival, an awakening to God like never, ever before. That's what's going to change things. The anointing of God and the presence of God to so touch us where we will never be the same. Hallelujah. Prayer precedes revival. Evan Roberts, the Welsh revival in Wales, he was a man, young man, full of Holy Spirit, and he was a prayer warrior. Prayer warrior. The presence of God so hit Wells. A, a move of God happened that the people out in the sea, the sailors, they would come and they would get close to the banks of Wells, and the presence of God would hit their boat. All these guys that were cussing, living terrible lives, got on their knees and cried out for God. And they would they would telegram to the to the place in town saying, send us a minister. We have guys here that want to get saved. It wasn't a preacher preaching to them. It wasn't a pastor saying, you better listen up. You better live right. No, it was the presence of God. Prayer. What paved the way to that? Much prayer. I want to encourage you tonight, people watching, people here, that we be people that spend much time in prayer. Not just for select people. It's not for the ladies. It's for all of us. We're all called to be prayer warriors. Hallelujah. How do I start, Brandon? How do I do this? Hey, you start talking to the Lord. You start talking to the Holy Spirit. You start praying in the Holy Spirit. Use me. I want to be a prayer warrior. Show me, Lord, how to do it. And he'll, he'll start showing you, and all of a sudden, you'll start, you might, you start getting down, and you'll be a prayer warrior before you know it. Hallelujah. I grew up with a whole bunch of prayer warriors in my house. My sister, my mom, I'm talking praying all the time, all night long, middle of the day. Let's have a conversation. You're praying. Come on. Prayer warriors. I'm not, I'm not just, I'm not exaggerating. It's the truth. Prayer warriors. I've met amazing prayer warriors. I'm not even here yet. My grandmother having me go visit this one lady about 90 years old, the intercessor, a prayer warrior. My grandma said, have Lay your hands on my son. She goes, get down here, son. I got down. Jesus, like a lion. Prayer warrior. Much time in prayer. Hallelujah. That's why we're having these meetings. Because I know the power in prayer. I know prayer gets results. It's not something we're doing just to do. It's not a waste of time. No, prayer gets results. I saw prayers literally chase me down. I wasn't Brandon being the preacher and want to be used by God. No, I was doing my own thing. 
having my own friends doing this. But what happened? My mom's prayers, my sister's prayers, going to prayer meetings and them all praying for me. Those prayers got a hold of me. A praying mama. Prayer gets results. And I believe we are going to get results here in California. Much prayer. I'm going to share a little bit about this tomorrow. But how my, my grandmother came out here over 30 years ago. The Lord put it on her heart to come out here, to, to agree with those, those prayers that have been prayed here during the Azusa Street time. So, so she did. And the word of the Lord, the Lord spoke to her. He said this, where the fires fell last, they will fall first. There is seeds in the ground. The fires that have fell here before, those are going to fall first again. Amy Simple McPherson, all of them, those fires that fell first, it's going to fall again here in California. I know, I know of a very precious, awesome woman of God. She's not here anymore. I think she passed away before I was even born. But she had a word of the Lord, and she said this, in the last days, California will vote for Jesus. I believe it. That looks impossible now, but guess what? People are waking up. The body of Christ is waking up here in California. Hallelujah. I want to share a scripture. And I know this is our scripture for the prayer meeting. This has just been going off in my spirit. And it's this. It's in Acts chapter 6. Acts chapter 6, verse 4. The beginning church, the book of Acts, our foundation. What's our foundation? Miracles, signs, and wonders. What's our foundation? Boldness and courage. Peter, John, you can't preach. Who cares? I do what Jesus tells me to do. I go no matter what. We're facing stuff like that now. That's our foundation. Miracles are our foundation. So there were some rumors, and the rumors were this. Hey, uh, the guys are not taking care of their wives like they should. Taking care of their needs, maybe providing for them. So he makes this statement, Peter makes this statement, it's not good for us to leave the work and serve tables. I truly believe the enemy puts pressure on ministers, so much pressure, where all of a sudden they think, you know what? This ain't working out. I'm going to start trying to work and, and do this. And all of a sudden they get away from ministry. They get away from what they, God has called them to do just to meet their needs. Such the lie of the enemy. Did you know the Billy Graham Association just released this statement that there is less, I'm talking full-time, 
That's what they do for a living. Travel, preach, like my, what my wife and I do. Preach at churches, get people saved, healed, set free, delivered. The Billy Graham Association just made, uh, just gave this out that there are less than 2,000 full-time evangelists in the world. Less than 2,000 evangelists. What is it? It's a trick of the enemy. What's the evangelist called to do? There's only one part that we know of an evangelist in the, in the Bible. It's in Acts when Philip went to Samaria and he was the evangelist. What did he do? He got people saved, got people set free, got people delivered. So as evangelists, that's what we're called to do. Set free people free, get people delivered, get people healed. And it's the lie of the enemy to stop the ministry of the evangelists. Less than 2,000 of them in the world, full time. I truly believe it's the enemy trying to get their focus off what God's called them to do, and they're starting to do everything else. But what God has called you and I to do, if he's called you to do anything, he will bless you, no matter what. So here's the, here's a scripture for this prayer meeting. Acts chapter six, verse four, verse four, it says this, but we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. That's what he said. We will give ourselves continually to what? To prayer and to the word of God. In this hour that we are in, we cannot be lukewarm. We gotta be on fire for God and we gotta do like what he did. Give ourselves continually to prayer and to the word of God. The word of God never returns void. You preach the word, results will happen. You stand on the word of God for your life, and the promises that says what you have, guess what? It's going to work for you. Don't try it. I'm not asking you to try it. I'm, try, I'm, I'm telling you to live it. I hope it works. No, it does work. Either you're a liar or God's a liar. I say you're a liar. Continually, we will give ourselves continually to prayer. That's, I'm encouraged. In this time that we're in, I'm going to give myself continually to prayer. I'm not going to, destiny is not going to be my number one. No, prayer and spending time with my father, that's my number one. Continually to prayer and to the word of God. That's why we're having this meeting, this prayer meeting, to encourage you. Hey, we're all in this together. People online watching. We give ourselves continually to prayer. California will be touched by the fire of God. America will be touched by the fire of God in the name of Jesus. In verse 8, they chose Stephen. And it says this, Stephen was full of faith and power and did great wonders and miracles among the people. I like this. I just want to add this. Verse 15 and all that saw Stephen, they looked on him and saw his face as has been the face 
of an angel. Much prayer, ministry of the word, the word of God, the results of that. Much miracles. Stephen, full of faith, did great miracles among the people. They even looked at him and said, he, what is that? He looks like an angel. Hallelujah, the greater one in him. That's all of us. In this hour, the darker it is, the brighter we shine. Hallelujah. Just close your eyes. Lord, I thank you, Father God. We will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word of God. We thank you, Lord, for the anointing. We thank you, Lord, for the presence of God. A fresh fire. People watching online, a fresh fire. We say in Jesus' name, California will be touched by the fire of God like never before. America touched by the fire of God like never before. In the name of Jesus. And the enemy will not steal these elections. He will not steal or hinder these elections in the name of Jesus. Lord, we lift up our president, President Donald John Trump. We lift him up to you. We surround him with faith and love. We thank you, Lord, you give him strength, boldness like a lion. We pray right now for him and his family and the people around him. Strengthen him. In Jesus' name. And we take authority over every evil, every demonic spirit trying to touch America and California. We serve notice on you. We take authority over you and say your power is broken in the name of Jesus. I speak confusion over your plans. Your plans will not prosper in the name of Jesus. I pray that people will get their lives right with God. Every bit of confusion to go away. No weapon formed against California and America shall prosper. So we take our authority. We lift up California. Lord, every negative word spoken over California by your believers as your sons and daughters, even pastors, we break that right now in the name of Jesus. We say California is blessed. We say California has a heart after God. We say California is has a move of the Holy Spirit like never before. I say California prayers are rising up. Pastors are rising up. They're having courage and having boldness like never before. They won't be moved by the governor or whatever it is. No, they will be moved by you, God, in the name above all names. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, rising up. People here in this room, people watching online, I speak a word to you. A rising up to what God has called you to do. 
Rise up. Not to be shy, not to be intimidated, not to be scared. Are you kidding me? He lives inside of us. This is the hour we've been waiting for. And guess what? We're going to rise up. So we thank you, Lord, for the body of Christ rising up, making a stand. That's what we're doing here, this prayer meeting. It's not about me. It's not about the cameras. It's not about, no, we're making a stand. I'm tired of people not making a stand. I'm tired of people getting whatever. No, we make a stand and say, California for Jesus, America for Jesus, devil, you are a liar. Even the whole Hollywood acting scene, I say that's for Jesus. That's why it was created. It wasn't created for the devil. No, the first movie ever out of Hollywood was a Christian film. And what happened? The enemy took after it. What Christians evade, the enemy invades. You evade something, so I don't want that. I don't want that. The enemy invades. Oh, I don't, I'm a Christian. I don't want to do politics. Guess what? The enemy invades politics. Next thing you know, we have prayer out of school. Should have never happened. But it's because other ungodly groups of people have raised their voice when us Christians have been quiet. But that time is over. We will raise our voice and make a stand like never before. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Do you have anything? Hallelujah. Isn't God so good? That's what we're doing. Tomorrow night, 7 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. Same thing. We're doing this twice a month. We'll do back-to-back nights. And all we're doing is we're making a stand for California and for America. Hallelujah. Our prayers going forth. I want to issue a challenge, people watching, people here, that we be like them in the book of Acts and spend our time continually in prayer in the ministry of the word of God. That's what changes things. Prayer changes things. Hallelujah. A mighty, mighty move of God. People online, if you want to be a part of this, if you want to sow into this, we want to give you that opportunity. You're not sowing into to Destiny 9, not just us, what we're doing. But you're sowing into California. You're sowing into what the Lord has called us to do here. Hallelujah. When I lived in, my wife and I just moved out of Hollywood. We live here outside of town, Chino Hills. But when I was in Hollywood, I knew the Lord had me there. My, the rent was really expensive per month. But, I, but I'm there, and I, and I would ask the Lord, I go, God, what is this? Why am I here spending all this money? My family that I have in California are far away. I, got, I drive and see them all the time, maybe too much. Why am I here? And the Lord spoke this to me. He said, Brandon, you're sowing each month into Hollywood. 
because I have a work here in Hollywood, not just in Hollywood, but in California. So I want to look at, I want you to look at it like that. You're sowing into California. So that's what you're doing. People online, there's so many ways you can, you can give. There's texts. You can text to give. There's our, our website. We even, we even have our, our P.O. box if you want to mail a gift in. And I want to encourage you. You're sowing into California. And we've had such a response. When I first talked about this prayer meeting, what God had called us to do on the road, we were literally bombarded by people giving. Because people said, you know what, I believe in California. $1,000, $1,000, $1,000, I believe in California. What God has called you to do, go for it. What are they doing? Sowing into California. It costs money. You know, the, the gospel is free to preach, but the means behind it costs something. Amen. I'm thankful for my brother-in-laws. They do it for free. No, I'm going to bless them with a gift card to Chipotle. No, I'm going to bless them. Why? It, it takes work. It takes time. It takes effort. Gospel is free to preach. But the means to get the gospel out cost mucho dinero. Mula. I've never been on an airplane. And I sit there in my seat. And they said, hey, guys, thank you so much for flying the airline. We want to give this opportunity for you to give. If you want to give, whatever you want to give, give, we're going to pass an offering bucket around. And uh, just whatever is in your heart, you give. And no, there, there's a price to fly. Mickey Mouse in Anaheim, he costs money to go see. Big money. Mucho dinero to see Mickey Mouse. So that's what you're doing. You're sowing into California. That scripture, 2 Corinthians, as you purpose in your heart, give. For God loves a what? Cheerful giver. As It's not just an amount. You're asking the Holy Spirit. You purpose in your heart. Who's, the, who's in your heart? Holy Spirit. And you're saying, Holy Spirit, what do you want me to sow tonight? What do you want me to give? It's not just going to them, but it's going. The money, the seed is going to you, Lord. Hallelujah. For God loves a cheerful giver. What's a cheerful giver? Expectant giver. A happy giver. Not saying, oh man, that preacher really got my offering. He was really good. He had all the things to say. No. A cheerful and an expectant giver. I sowed today. And I know my harvest is coming forth. I was at a pastor's. I was preaching there. And I left. And the Lord put on my heart to sow a big chunk of money to him. So I, I, I did, I sewed it. And I got, it was the first time I really had this. I got so excited. I was so happy. It felt like Christmas. I felt like I was having Christmas. I love gifts. No, take that money, go buy me a gift. I want to open all the gifts. I felt like Christmas. And, I, and I, it was like that scripture came alive. Brandon, you are a cheerful, expectant giver. For God, guess what? He doesn't just like it. He loves it. So God takes notice how you give. Don't give reluctant. Don't give under pressure. No. God doesn't have to have you to supply everything for the ministry. If he doesn't use you, he'll use someone else. 
Ministry won't stop because you don't give. No, he'll speak to someone else. As you purpose in his heart, you're sowing tonight into California. Thank you for checking out our podcast. For more information on His Name Ministries, check out our website at hisnameministries.com or check us out on Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube. Have a blessed day.